Welcome to RPG Cast, episode 388 for the week of Ju- June 11th, 2016. It's E3 Hype Week, Anna! Choo choo. Choo choo. How's everybody doing? Feel the, feel the hype! Hype! Anna Marie Privateer joins me today. Kelly Clarkson joins me today. Clarkson? I don't remember your last name. <laughs> Ryan. Ryan. Kelly Ryan. Ryan. Kelly Ryan. <laughs> Okay. For how long did you call um, Manny by the wrong last name? Manny Marino. Manny Emmanuel Marino. You used to call him Manny Ramirez or something because that was a baseball player. Emmanuel Ramirez. Yes. So now I'm an idol singer. Thanks a lot. (laughs) That's an upgrade, isn't it? That's good. No, I'm a metalhead. I don't. You're a metalhead. Okay. You don't do idol. Do American Idol. All right. Oh, what is that noise? Um, Kelly, Are you squeaking your chair, Anna. No, that's the damn cat. That's Sophie. Yes. What is she doing? I don't know. She needs to stop it. Kelly, what have you been playing this week? I finished Type Zero HD, and that game you is finished it. as hell. Oh, really? <laughs> oh. It's like End of Evangelion. Oh I no! I need to go watch some. Oh I no! I need to go watch something. It to starts out so cheery. No. Yeah. Well, it doesn't you know, start out cheery. Yeah, murder. I guess that isn't that cheery, huh? But like, there's a <laughs> Moogle and stuff in your classroom, and he's happy. And then you're saying I, everything gets worse. I can't. I don't want to get into spoilers because I don't know if your audience cares enough about that game to get into spoilers. But that game just is like I'm watching the ending, and I'm like, I feel depressed. I'm glad that I had Sophie wind up next because. You this needed a pick me up. I mm. need, yeah, I needed a pick me up, and right. supposedly, if you play it through again, you can get a better ending. But I was looking through the guide, and it's like there nothing really changes the second playthrough. You just play it through again. That's weird. I mean, there, there's like additional missions and stuff, but there's no. It didn't look like there was any real choice or story components or anything and it's just like i i like the battle system in that game but that is not a happy feel-good final fantasy that is a depressing (laughs) i need a hug final fantasy i need a hug so i've also played atelier sophie um i think i'm about three weeks in at this point so time runs very differently in this game than other atelier games Yes, I noticed that. So I don't feel like I struggle to feel like I'm accomplishing things because time isn't passing. I feel like, you know, other Atelier games, there's kind of a rush to manage or there's kind of a need to manage your time and not waste time. And there is no need to do that in this one because there's no time limits. Yeah, I feel like there's no rush to really do anything, and it's very weird. So, yeah, uh, the cool thing is, is another thing that's changed from other Atelier games is there is now a week, a defined week. And so there is five days in the week, and there's three weekdays and two weekend days. And people do... Shut up, Siri. (laughs) Weekend days, so that means Siri, right? <laughs> and so, um, 
people may be in different places or do different things on the weekend than during the week, which I thought yes. was cool. Also, there are things that may happen on the map and they be they may be only a certain time of the day. So there's like daytime and evening and night and those are all distinct periods and again people might be doing different things though during different times of day they may be completely unavailable they may be only available at an odd time um how long did you get a chance to play it um i don't know like maybe three or four hours yeah i only got maybe an hour or two of playtime last night so i did not get very far at all that is not true anna had more time but she used it for the other game she's been playing which we'll get to in a minute yeah well i didn't want to blow through sophie this week because i'm gonna i'm gonna want to play it next week too while i'm in la and i also realized that i feel very lost playing an atelier game without an faq anna where's the faq can i have an faq (laughs) no shut up um so kelly yes played an hour you said yeah like an hour or two um I got back from the movies last night and just kind of dipped a toe in a little bit. I didn't get very far into it. I mainly went, got through just a t- tutorial and got a couple of recipes unlocked, and that was pretty much it. So the recipe unlock system is kind of cool. So it's like a, a sort of vaguely gridish thing, and there might be multiple paths out from an item. So, like, one of the items is, is like, uh, a bomb, and there's, like, three different paths out from the bomb, but you have to discover the bomb before you can discover the other things attached to it. And so, the cool thing is, is when you hover over an item that you haven't figured out how to make yet, it gives you sort of a vague hint about what might trigger that idea. The problem Mm -hmm. is, is some of them are so vague that I don't understand how to do them. Like, one of them is the bookshelf. And I go over to the bookshelf in my house and I've done it like literally every day of the week. I've done it it, during the daytime, during the evening and during the night. And all she's like, oh, I almost dropped a plate. It's like, what other bookshelves are there? I'm like running around other people's houses and I'm not finding anything. So all of the characters are cool so far. I do like all of the characters. Yeah, imagine my surprise when I go to the chapel and Pamela from the Arlen Trilogy yeah! is there. So like, she is not originally from the Arlen Trilogy. She's from, games. like, Iris. Oh, really? She's I, been around for a very long time. Because the only trilogy in the series that I had actually completed was uh, Iris. Yeah. Oh, I, no, I'm sorry, Arlen. Yeah, I started with uh, Totori, so I never played the Iris games, but Chris had and so he walked by me playing totary at one point was like is that pamela so she doesn't appear to be a ghost what i'm sure that'll get fixed she's not floating yeah i'm sure that'll get fixed but we also don't see her feet because she's wearing a very poofy dress so she could be floating i bet you she'll just die didn't she die in one of the other trilogies she started as a human then no died? she's always been a ghost okay she was introduced in Iris as a ghost. I know that, but she, it's not now, necessarily the same character. It's a, more of a recurring thematic character. No, it's the same character. 
She's had the same voice actor every single time. Yes, but that doesn't mean it's the same story behind that character. But it is. It's always, she's a ghost and she doesn't really know how she died, but she likes scaring people. Now in Totori, Rorona has made her a homunculus body. So she is quote unquote alive again. Oh, well, there you go. Maybe she brought it over. No. She doesn't know how she got there. Even, just because it's a different universe, why should that stop her? <laughs> it's not a different universe. Oh, really? Yeah. The Death Trilogy most... happens after Arland. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Um, alchemy is really interesting. I definitely like the Tetris alchemy pot. Yeah, so you start out with a a, a 3 by 3 grid, and all of your ingredients have tick up at least two spaces and you have to sort of tetris them into the spaces and as you put them down they cover up um little sparkly bits and the sparkly bits all are associated with a color and whichever color you cover the most sparkly bits for it that's what becomes added to the final product so you can control like if you need more fire if you need more um, water if you need more earth or air and so that's cool what about a heart no oh. the nice thing is is i found a recipe for an improved cauldron so my cauldron is now four by four so now tetris two with bombs it's now tetris two there are no bombs oh that's too bad but it gives me a lot more options than the smaller cauldron i i just yeah the difference is phenomenal even adding one more column and one more row so yeah as soon as you get the the cauldron recipe make sure you do it and make sure you change the three by three to the four by four and playing around with the different bonuses and stuff is really fun to play with yeah i found i find that it's a lot more reliable to get the bonuses that you want it did take me a little while to pick up the system, but once I did, it, it's cool. It makes a lot of sense. So, yeah. Uh, also, four party members. No, I haven't gotten that far yet. I know. I was so surprised. It was like, oh, I have three people to start with. I guess I'm going to have to start swapping people out right away. And then it was like, bloody blood, join your party. And I'm like, but that would make four. And yeah, sure enough. <laughs> This is this is unheard of, unprecedented. It is. It impossible. is impossible. Because I mean, all of the desk games and all of the Arland games cap your party out at three. So this is cool. Do you ever get, uh, or have you unlocked the ability to upgrade weapons or get new weapons yet? Nope. Okay, that might be a little bit further in then. Yep. So I will say that. Pace-wise, it's a little slower than previous games. Or at yeah. least it feels slower. So, also, the max level, the max combat level is 20. Huh. So, if you're wondering why you're leveling up horribly slowly, that's why. I just thought it was because I was fighting ponies and that's all I could handle Pony. at the moment. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, beyond that, I haven't played a ton of Atelier Sophie because I've been playing Omega Quintet. Ooh. 
And so I... You have been playing a lot of that game. You yes, played it last week. I've been week. streaming it. Yeah, you've been streaming it at twitch.tv slash Gamer. Where you Plug. could be listening to us live Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern. You can hear uh, Kelly's Kelly Clarkson's cat headbutt her. And you can listen to... <laughs> Um, our cat just screamed bloody murder, apparently, this morning. <laughs> She's sitting outside of the office just looking at me no, right now. No, yeah. she is not. She Hang is. on. I can't see her. That's great. Let me take a picture. You don't need to take... I mean, if you're going to take a picture, tweet it from, like, you Gamer. Somehow, you somehow managed to summon my cat because the second you said that, he started meowing. These cats. These cats and they're meowing. What are we going to do? So, yeah, I've been playing Omega Quintet. I'm in Chapter 5. I'm like 20 hours in. And I found out that I can't actually get the the true ending of the game. What? Because <laughs> I was... I've been running around these maps, and I, I've been doing the quests as I've been getting them. But I f- failed one of them. In, like, Chapter 3... And so uh, now I'm in chapter five and it's like, hey, go to this room just inside of this area and go get uh, kill the snakes that are there. And I'm like, but I can't get there because there's a, a blare in the way and I don't know how to remove it yet. So I, you know, went on game FAQs and I'm like, hey, how do I remove this? And I read some threads and it turns out that it's a quest I would have gotten in chapter four had I not failed that quest in chapter three. So I've locked myself out of like a third of all of the maps. Because you didn't do something in chapter three? Correct. Which didn't let me do something in chapter four. You better restart. <laughs> Omega Quintet is supposed to be played twice. You're supposed to screw it up the first time. Oh, you're supposed to miss that. Yeah. So, But is it hey, possible like to not zero. miss it? It is. Yeah, it's um, severing compared to Final Fantasy X too. Mm. Oh, that too. Yeah. Where the idea is, is you're, if you if you play it with an FAQ, you'll get it right. But if you don't, forget about it. Lovely. I mean, I'm still having fun with it. And I mean, I've gotten bad endings in Atelier games and haven't really cared because the game is fun. And that's way more important to me than what ending that I get. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, I'm going to keep streaming it. Um, I figure I'm about halfway done, so maybe another 15 hours or so. Um, now that I know that I have no way of doing a bunch of the side quests that I have taken, I'm just going to keep going with the story. <laughs> and that'll make things I like much that shorter. they keep giving you the quests anyway. Yep. Isn't that, isn't that the best part? That's just lovely. Yep. It's like, don't, go to this place you that you have absolutely no way of getting to. Don't you just love it when you know about... 75% into a game that you, you're going to get a bad ending and you just kind of accept your fate. Well, it sounds like I should know that about Type 0 now. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I think Type 0, you get a crappy ending at the beginning, regardless of what you do. Yeah, it's not that great? You have to play through it. But you can't affect the ending the first time through the game and Type 0 anyway. Is yeah. the problem. Oh, good. So I have to play it twice. And it yeah. sounds like the game doesn't change. And I'm going to get a crappy ending the first time. All so I can see the better ending the second time, which I bet isn't that much better. Probably not. Great. Bring the cats back. 
Let's listen to them howl some more. Well, Simon's playing with the mouse. Oh, I'm surprised okay. you haven't heard the clunking. I no, I've heard it. Okay. I saw him just go zooming by my vision, like. Actually, I saw a little ball go by, and then I saw a giant cat come <laughs> after it. It's like, oh, okay, I know what's going on here. So, and, how's Bradley Defoe going, Kelly? Um, I just finished up Asterix cleanup. I am trying to do the Templar. Uh, Asterix right now. Um, I only got to play a little bit of that before I went to bed last night, so I didn't get very far in that. Um, I think I'm probably going to be finishing finishing up that game this week, barring any disaster. And if not, I'll definitely finish it up next week. Um, still enjoying it. I mean, it's bravely default. It's It's been an excellent game. I, I'm definitely liking it better than the first one, just because it feels more cohesive. Um, good. <laughs> uh, Anna, mm-hmm. does that mean it's time for me to talk about what I've been doing? Well, should I talk about Gems of War Strikes Back? Yeah, what is up with that? <laughs> so you, you finished that game. But I didn't. Like, you literally ran out of things to do. Right. I Why ran are you playing it again? Because I actually switched over to playing it on the iPad. Ah! And so I've talked about this a little bit before, but the iPad version is like two major content patches ahead of the console version. I thought it was just one at this point, nope. but all right. No, because 2.0 came out. Oh, right. So there's like a 1.85 patch, which introduced classes um, and a bunch of new monsters and several new zones. And then 2.0 came out and 2.0 has like major changes to the gameplay, like top to bottom. So it like completely revamps the PvP system. It changes the way that you accrue souls, which is the currency needed to level up your jobs and your monsters. Um, it changes how treasure maps work. Chris, get off my foot. Oh, that's your foot. Okay. I didn't know what that was under the desk. Playing footsie. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> yeah, apparently. I mean, it just, top to bottom, it changes really the way that you approach and play the game and are able to level up yourself and your monsters. And so major, major, major change. Um, the interesting thing is there are things that I like about the PS4 version that don't exist in the, in the mobile and PC version. So I kind of miss them. Um, and then there are things that I like so happy that they're so much better on the, on the mobile version. All right. So, so let's walk through these. So I have, I have some questions. Mm -hmm. One philosophically, if this were the same game as what you'd played on PS4, would you be playing through it again? No. Okay. Now, if all they had done was add the new stuff from the new patch, would you be playing through it again? I don't understand the question. So the new things that claim with 2.0. Mm-hmm. Apply that to the console version, but say you have to start from zero. Would you have played it again? Yeah. Okay. Now, apply just the differences between console and PC slash iOS. Would that have been enough to make you play again? I don't know how to answer that. All right. So tell people what's better on PS4 and what's better on PC slash iOS. Um, well, the speed of everything in general is just better on the iOS version. You can tell that they've done a lot of optimizations. Like, you know that, um, that track 
when you go into a quest and it's like ting 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 ting, ting and that's crystal yes, that line of crystal slowly fills up yeah it's been completely optimized on the ai version so it's like ting 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 ting, ting done oh okay that's something i tweeted a picture of sophie oh good I and, need to follow you on Twitter. <laughs> uh, and um, that being said, the by default, the amount of mana you need to fill your abilities is off on the iPad, and it took me a long time to figure out how to turn it on, so that was kind of annoying. Okay. Um, there hit, are... hit me up with the major changes. You've talked about two UI differences. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, they're big to me. There is um, a daily sort of rotating list of requests that you can do in the console version. And I mean, it could be like Disenchanted Troop. It could be like go here and do an arena battle. It could be um, level up a city to level five. Those don't exist at all in the mobile version. Um, that being said... Um, yeah, it's just like little nitpicks. It's like, man, I miss that thing about the the console version. I also find that the colors are a little sharper on the PS4 version, but that might be TV versus iPad. I have to rely a little bit more on the shapes within the orbs to figure out which one is red and which one is are green. Are you only playing on your iPad at night when the nope. night mode is on? Nope. Oh. I've been playing during the day as well. Okay. So, yeah, little nitpicks here and there. Um, I did actually end up spending money on it on the iPad, which I never did on the PlayStation 4. I got a starter pack. It's just the environment. That's iOS. Like, you feel like you should be spending money on a game. <laughs> I don't know if I feel like I should be spending money on a game. You feel there are like lots, you have to? Because there are lots of games on the iPad that I haven't spent a dime on. What is it about this one that made you want to spend money? Um, I wanted to get back up to speed where I was on the console a little faster. Um, also, they they do introductory packs on the on the iOS version that they don't exist in the PS4 version. Like it was like eighty percent off, and it was like you got a guaranteed weapon, um, and then like. 45 keys 30 of one type and then 15 of the other and so i used those and i ended up pulling like a legendary card i i have two legendary cards on the ios version whereas on the ps4 version i only have read one so that's cool i mean the nice thing is is um what cards you get just depend upon luck of the draw and so the team that i have um on the ios version is completely different from the team that I had, she on got the, the rabbit version. from Monty Python last yes. night. Oh my god! <laughs> it's called Bunny Nog, yeah. and it gets bonus damage against knights. It's great. Yep. So I hope you have a holy hand grenade. <laughs> so the only downside is it's a beast, and there are a lot of uh, there are a lot of things that counter beasts that they themselves do double damage to beasts. So I actually have one of them on my team. I have so I have like this Vorpal Bunny, and then I have Scarlet, and Scarlet is a character that does double damage to beasts, and then I have just like a plain knight. Um, he eliminates a row, which helps me build up mana, and then I have a weapon on my character that just uses um, 
light mana because I don't have anything else that um, can use that color on my team. So, yeah. The cool thing is, is yeah, it's a, it's a totally different strategy from what I was doing on the PS4. On the PS4, I was like targeting two very specific colors um, and it really wasn't important that I, that I pick up any of the other colors. Um, in my mobile version, um, I prioritize black and purple because that's what I used to charge up my Vorpal Bunny. But I still have lots of other options for all of the other colors. So um, if I can get some early black and purple, I do, but I don't really sweat it if I can't. Particularly because it's there's a troop that's available in the mobile version that came out with 2.0 that is not available on the PS4. And it uh, if you can activate it, it takes a lot of mana, but if you can activate it, it switches the order of the monsters in your opponent's party. And so my Vorpal Bunny is up front because he has 9 attack naturally. And if I can get him to bite somebody, he jumps up to 13 attack, which is massive. Like... My hero has six attack in comparison. And that was previously my strongest attacker before I pulled the Vorpal Bunny. And so um, if I if I, my opponent happens to whirling dervish me, um, my next most my next character after that is only six attack, so I lose a lot of my upfront attack power. So it's interesting because I have to think about not only what is first in my party, but I have to think about what's last in my party and second and third. Whereas on the PS4 version, I really have to only think about what's first in my party and nothing else really matters. Hmm. Well. So yeah, very different, uh, very different approaches to each. So it, it, it feels obviously familiar because I just play Gems of War and I like puzzle quest games and I play a fair amount of them, but it feels totally new as well, which is exciting. Nice. And in fact, you heard me say something that you'd never heard me say before. Yeah, what was that? Time to go PvP. Yeah, what was up with that? <laughs> Time to go PvP. Um, well, I felt like I had a really well-rounded party, and so I was like, let's go try out the new PvP system. Because in the PS4, it's the old PvP system, which was basically um, one battle got you one new rank. And so I basically would shoot up to rank... Um, 9 or 10 or 10 or 9 and then be unable to go any further because people who seriously PvP'd had spent a lot of money on it and so you'd run into parties that had like all legendaries and now you're spending all the monies I'm really not though <laughs> 25 bucks is like nothing mm -hmm. you could spend a lot of money on that game remember all of those daily there's so there's like a daily gem pack and a daily gold pack and a daily key pack and they're all five dollars for 15 days yeah so you could spend 30 dollars a month on that game without breaking a sweat Mm-hmm. Well, you could spend 30 dollars super fast but just one or you purchase. can drop yeah i mean there's a hundred dollar armor anna yeah there's like a hundred dollar soul packages and a hundred dollar gem packages and a hundred dollar gold packages and then like and you forgot the daily packages. maps you can get too yep and then there's daily map packs, That's, and you can buy daily maps. And yeah, now we're up to. There's a lot. You can spend a lot of money on that game. You so, know what's weird is I don't see the starter bundles in my store anymore. Yeah, they're they're only good for a week. 
Oh, really? Yep. Okay. That's why I decided to buy them last night, because I've been playing the game for a week. Lame. Sorry. It also means I can't do a restore purchases and get them on my character either. Nope. They're smart about that stuff now. So, yeah. Lame-o. I am enjoying the game, and I will continue to play it when I have the internet connection to do so. Yeah. And, yeah, what have you been playing, Chris? I don't know. What have I been playing? You've been playing Hack the 3DS. I've been playing Hack the 3DS. <laughs> so I you don't hacked know. your 3DS. I hacked kind my 3DS. Of. No, well, no, not yes, kind of. Entirely. Very much, very much hacked. We have a fully <laughs> hacked um, original 3DS XL. And it can do all the bad things that a hacked 3DS can do. It can do the good things that a hacked 3DS can do. Um, Most importantly. We found it as a way to um, circumvent your dev kit that you have. So that so you can I have a, a I have a 3DS kit. capture kit. Yeah, which can play development software. Right, which plays... Problem is it's out of date, and yes. updating it is very difficult when you're not next to a ROM dumper, which, or a ROM burner, which Nintendo doesn't send out very many of, and Natsume has, and we don't have... Um, this is Natsume's capture kit, so Anna needed access to the latest version of firmware to play the latest um, to play piece the of software. E3, yeah, to play the E3 demo for Skytree Village because yeah. I'm going to be demo because I'm going to be meeting with the media next week and demoing it to them. So, so I boring, need boring, to know boring, what I'm boring, doing. boring. Chris hacks up a 3DS, finds that nope, the encryption for dev kit files and retail files is completely different. So this is a waste of time. And then we found a different way to do it that has the dev kit export the file like it's a retail file then we can convert it and now anna has a portable way to play these files instead of hooked up to a giant capture unit (laughs) (laughs) and it actually works without needing a firmware update that would need to be fedex to her literally (laughs) which is just ridiculous so you hacked it yourself you did not use like general or the known ways to uh, no, he followed a guide. No, of course he oh, followed he a guide. Okay. Oh my gosh. Hacking this stuff yourself is a good way to brick a bunch of things until you figure out what you need to do. Yeah, you don't want to do that. You want to you want to lean on the the past experiences and blood, sweat, and tears of others. Um, yeah, that's you want the way to, to go. Yeah. So I followed the guide that people can find on Reddit, and that's all I'll say about it. Um, the um, There's a lot of bad stuff you can do with this. A lot of pirating. It's very easy to pirate once you have one don't of these things Don't pirate your games. Yeah. Don't pirate Natsume's games. Pirate everyone else's games. <laughs> no! That's just mean. <laughs> it's uh, funny you say that. Apparently a fan translation of Magical Vacation came out. Um, yes. Actually, yes. And I have that on this 3DS because I said, <laughs> what? <laughs> I've got to see what this is. And yeah, that's that's uh, that's a thing. Yeah, um, so several fan translations came out for RPGs that never came out here this week. Should so... that be our first news item? Because I think we're... No, I don't really want to talk about it. Oh. <laughs> I think you just talked about it, Anna. You opened the door there. Eh. What are the fan translations that came I, out? I would have to go check Gideon Z's uh, Twitter account to find them. He's just He's been say... tweeting about them all week, so... Because he kind of piqued my interest. Is I'd only just heard of uh, Magical Vacation. I do like that game. Or, I like the Magical Star Sign. 
Angelo star sign was really cool. It was yeah. way cooler than it was than it should have been allowed to be. Yeah. So, yeah, there are new translations out there. Don't pirate. <laughs> Next story. Because You're funny. you and I both know that there are legit ways to play these games. So if you have a Japanese cartridge in a Retron 5, for example, you can totally play these legitimately. And still break the DMCA. But... Oh, wait. No, there's no encryption involved there. Nope. Mm. The problem is, is people don't do it that way. And you know it. And that annoys me. Buy your games. Don't be a thief. Well, Fine. All right. PSA. What else did I play this week, Anna? You were there. Uh, Warhammer? Mm, no. Um, I played some more Neverwinter because there's a new patch that came out. And, oh, right. I downloaded and started Elder Scrolls Online because that was um, super cheap somewhere. I found it for 20 bucks, which is normally 60 Um, And it's free to play once you have it downloaded. Um, so I guess it's pay to play you say yeah it's pay to play pay to play except you don't buy to play buy to play buy to play buy to play pay to play is like warcraft buy to play is like kill the wars so free to play is like free to play my game feels all right i don't know why that got such bad rep um maybe because i didn't have to do the tutorial quest again because it remembered my character from the open beta or the closed beta or whatever it was that i was in um so i logged right into a town and i started doing quests i'm like this feels like elder scrolls um, who needs a remastered Skyrim? I've got this. And somehow um, I got a free horse and I was riding around and doing quests. And it's like, ah, I might I might get into this later after, you know, E3. Because who has time for this? So, oh. little little taste to Elder Scrolls. And I know more is coming to that, to that game. So it might be a more exciting thing to play um, in the coming months. I know the Dark Brotherhood thing just came out as well and i'm expecting to hear more announcements of stuff related to eso at e3 so let's get into our news anna because we have all e3 specific news this week yes we do it's the e3 decided we decided to cherry pre show pre three show so we're not going to go over when all the conferences are and why you should watch them because there's honestly a billion sites that do that better than us oh well okay but we are going to talk about news that have come out for the last week for stuff that's been announced that's relevant to our interests. Um, so, new videos and articles for Pokemon Sun and Moon at various places. There's like an Italian tournament this weekend. There's the Taiwanese Championships and a new Coral Coral magazine came out. So there's like a rock type puppy that was announced and it's being fan traded fan translated as a Wonko right now. And then there's a normal type um, that's being translated as Nekoala. Nekoala! And it is like this kind of adorable half awake koala. Nekoala. And the cool thing about it is um, you cannot inflict it with any status effects other than sleep. So it's immune to poison and paralyze and confusion. But Jigglypuff will wreck it. It will get wrecked by Jiggly. Um, there was also a new video, a trailer shown off, um, which has Zygarde, but it's got two new forms. 
So there's a 10% form and a complete form. And so that was revealed this week. So that gives Zygarde like five forms, 25, 50, full, 10, and complete. Is that just a, is Zygarde a new? Zygarde is a legendary that came out of X and Y. Oh, right. That I am genuinely surprised that they did not have a Pokemon X to. A Pokemon Z. Yeah. 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 And I'm sorry, Z, my bad. So that's Pokemon news. So they're going to be showing off Sun and Moon during the Day 1 Treehouse stream. So, yeah. Watch for more details there. Um, Level 5 had an interesting interview this week. I don't remember where exactly this interview was. Um, but they said they were kind of disappointed in how Yokai Watch sold in North America. But I don't know if their expectations are lining up with reality. Because it sold 400,000 copies which is basically as much as it sold in Japan, both before and after Yokai Watch got popular. And I think we've talked about this in past podcasts, where Yokai Watch kind of sold okay, it sold about half a million, then it completely dropped off the charts, and then the anime got super duper popular, and it came back to the charts and sold another half a million copies. Um, in comparison, Yokai Watch so 2... So, in the U.S., where there's a much larger market, it didn't get to 500,000 copies at all. Hmm. So, yeah, okay. yeah, that's why he's disappointed. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I, I think sold they must... well over twice that in Japan, where it's a much smaller population. Yeah, but I think it had a different level of opportunity than it did in North America. Uh, Remember that they had two distinct selling periods. And that explains why it didn't sell well, but that doesn't mean that they weren't disappointed. Okay. That's fair. They must have spent a lot of money marketing this, is kind of what I take from that statement. Um, yeah, I mean, Nintendo was on board on this one, wasn't it? Yeah, that's true. Um, so, there are, uh, among other things that they talked about, which aren't really relevant, um, they're opening a recording studio in Tokyo, which will service all of their games. So I thought that was neat. So, Yokai Watch 2, which is, there's like a fleshy soul and bony... Um, Flesh and Bone. <laughs> Yokai Watch 2 Flesh and Bone are going to be shown on Treehouse Day 2, I think. Okay. Um, so there's a Japanese Persona 5 stream during E3. Wait, what? Yeah. So there's going to be a stream on Nico Nico for Japan for Persona 5 during E3. Cool. So um, they're heisting the L.A. Convention Center this time. Oh. So previously they have heisted the Tokyo Tower. Right. So the stream is June 15th at 9 p.m. Japanese time or 5 a.m. Pacific, 8 a.m. Eastern and noon uh, Alice time. So the sad thing is, is I don't think Alice is going to be able to watch this because I'm pretty sure she'll be sleeping because she's on night shift this week. Uh, so, poor thing. Um, obviously, Persona 5 got a release date announcement this week. Yay! So, um, Called it, it. Yeah, I'm so pissed <laughs> off about this. I was so sure it was going to be 2016. But no, it's going to ruin your Valentine's Day because it's February 14th, 2017. You don't, I want 
You don't want to do well, anything I, romantic that day, right, Chris? Because I'm going to be busy. I just feel validated that I predicted in the Game of the Year stream <laughs> that it would not come out this year. And yet again, it has not come out this year. Um, well, but we, my first show, if you remember right, Chris, my first show, I had said 2017. And, and I laughed at you. you. Both, <laughs> and you both are like, ha, 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 silly telling. No, no, no. He didn't. He didn't. He was laughing at me. I was laughing oh. at you. He was laughing at me. Okay. Don't get um, your hopes I, up. Yeah. By I the way, to... by the way, I'm gonna tell you got all right now. It ain't gonna make February 14th either. No, I'm pretty sure that's a set date. Yeah, slide. I think once it goes up on the official site, it's yeah. Set. No, and I mean they're I they're committed. It's, it's gonna, gonna slide by one week. No. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Alice is really good about making release dates. Yeah, though. but yeah. this is a Persona game. Yeah, but a Persona games never slid a week before. Uh, I feel like they. Anyways, so yeah, it's gonna be front and center uh, during Atlas's booth during E3. So I'm sure there's gonna be lots of news about it coming out of E3. Um, speaking of other streams, Square Enix will have an E3 long stream um, aimed at those not attending the show, and it covers like all of their games. I think they're showing off a total of 15 games during the three days. Yes, I have um, I have this whole thing. So let's let's check this out. And I think I put it in here twice accidentally because you put it in there and I didn't realize that I was doing the same thing. All right, so check this out. Check this out. Check this out. Tuesday, June 14th, Screenix presents the E3 grand opening. Okay, so let's see what they actually have. Uh, nothing, 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 nothing. Okay, Deus Ex Go is apparently being shown. Um, which is, I guess, going to be like Hitman and Tomb Raider Go. Yes, I didn't know it that is was exactly coming. That's like awesome. That. Yeah, it was just announced this week. Okay, and it's being worked on by um, Idos Montreal, That's who great. made the other two. I so. will buy that. Augmented turn-based infiltration. No word yet on hacking email, which is, of course, the most important part of Deus Ex. Um, then they've got us. They're showing off more of Deus Ex: Mankind Divided. No surprise. That's going to be their big focus this year. Um, and they have an hour dedicated to just trailers. <laughs> trailers. They have an hour dedicated to Dragon Quest Builders, their Builders Guild Session 1. Um, something called Milestone Ride Behind Beyond Your Limits. I don't know what that is. Uh, Star Ocean Integrity and Faithlessness gets an hour, uh, half an hour. The Final Star Log, whatever that means. Deep Silver, ha they're doing something with Deep Silver where they're showing off Agents of Mayhem. And then that's it for day one. Day two, they've got the Final Fantasy 15 Active Time Report live from E3, which is in Japanese, um, which I'm sure will get translated either with subtitles, dubbing, or fans after the fact. One or another, you'll find out what was announced. Um, where I'm sure they will talk about the 7-Eleven stuff. Yes, we have a separate story for that. Okay, good. Um, then Hitman gets a live stream with Yosuke Matsuda. Uh, then Deus Ex Mankind Divided gets... Um, something showing off Breach, which is a brand new game mode. I presume that's some sort of multiplayer they're throwing in there because, you know, why not? <laughs> I, I don't actually know. If that's not multiplayer, I'm sorry. Final Fantasy XII, the Zodiac Age, gets a, a gameplay walkthrough. That's the announced... Did, do we have a story on that? Yeah, we do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we'll, that's we'll the Final that Fantasy XII we'll remake, yeah. TLDR. Then they have another hour dedicated to trailers. Then they have Final Fantasy XV E3 special mission playthrough plus Final Fantasy XV Universe. So that tells me that on the show floor or at some sort of appointment area, there will be another thing where they're doing um, 
stand in line for an hour and a half and then get a chance to do a raid in Final Fantasy... Oh, wait, wait, wait. 15, not 14. I'm sorry. I'm an idiot. Final Fantasy 15 E3 special mission playthrough. So this is just an hour where they're playing through their demo of 15 that they'll have on the show floor, I bet. Um, yeah. Then 3.30 to 4.30 is Final Fantasy Brave Exvius. Exvius. That's the mobile game, right? Then 4 to 4.30, Kingdom Hearts 2.8 HD Final Chapter Prologue. <laughs> that title. <laughs> then 4.30 to 6 is the 14 letter from the producer live at E3, which is different than the active... T- oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. You keep mixing up 14 and 15 Yeah, stuff. the active time report in Japanese language is 15, not 14. So Wednesday starts off with a 15 Japanese thing. Then they get 15 special mission playthrough in the middle of the day. Then we end the day with 14, and that's the letter of the producer live. That'll probably be funny. Um, it's an hour and a half, so look for all your 14 news to hit Wednesday, June 15th, my birthday. All right. Thursday at 10 is near Automata. They're going to have discussion with the Platinum Games, Takahisha Tara. So, And then 11 to 11.30, they have I Am Satsuna, which is of course of super big interest for everybody here and for whatever reason our appointment was canceled and i'm super disappointed about it um, um they i don't know if they just is that what it was yeah i'm sure of it or maybe they just canceled doing interviews for some reason um hopefully we'll at least get to play it deus ex universe um they, <laughs> for half an hour they talk about deus ex universe bridging the gap between fiction and reality i don't know what the hell that's talking about <laughs> 12 to 12 30 is just cause three then another hour it's another day another hour of trailers just for you trailers 130 to 230 is square enix collective black the fall and the turning test that's an hour out of this whole three-day streaming schedule dedicated to their indie stuff that's it that's all they get then 230 to 3 they get world of final fantasy 2016's most adorable and heartfelt epic yeah that's what it is Cute. Three to three thirty is Hitman gameplay live stream. Um, I don't know why you need to stream half an hour of Hitman. I also having watched a number of Hitman streams from Giant Bomb. I don't know what you get done in only a half hour of Hitman. I have but, no idea. Um, three to th- three thirty four is Deep Silver Mighty Number no. Nine and F one twenty sixteen, where I'm sure we'll hear how Mighty Number no. Nine will be delayed yet again. No, no, he's apologized. <laughs> Inafuni this week apologized for the delay and confirmed that there's a sequel coming. Oh, good. I'm glad. Oh, already. Yeah, we don't the even have the game even yet. yet. <laughs> yeah, that's Do, my favorite. Somebody part. needed to tell him, like, no, don't go there yet. I know you want to announce it and tell them there's a sequel, but trust me, that's going to cause you more problems. <laughs> All right, then four to five on Thursday is Final Fantasy 15, the top 15 questions with director Tabata. <laughs> That's cute. And then 15 minutes to grand finale wrap up or whatever that means. So that's what they're showing. Um, Only a little bit each day dedicated to different demos of all their lineup. Um, It's fine. It's, you know, weird. Um, You'll probably get more out of like some like IGN or whatever stream or GameSpot. But, you know, whatever. That's that's there if you want to take advantage of it. Anna, tell me about Mitomo. Um, so Legend of Zelda items are coming to me Tomo. Yay, do 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 Um Because Zelda's gonna be at E three, but who still plays me Tomo? Um, nobody, right? 
Yeah, I mean, wasn't I never that, even downloaded it. I mean, that was kind of like the story of the week a while ago was that like Mitoma had like all of these massive download numbers for the first week and had a really good tail, and then the use the usage of the app like cratered. I haven't opened it in weeks. Because you realize that while well, you had done everything and it was very repetitive and there was nothing new or interesting to do. Yeah, well, and the problem that I've run into is it's like there were people who added me as friends and so I added them back. And then I realized that all they were doing was making dick and fart jokes, so I unfriended them. Mm. The problem is, is that the game then continually reminds you that, hey, you could be friends with this person and they can send you a new friend request. And there's no really good way to Why block is somebody people. calling us? It's Red Cross. They want your blood. No, it's it's your friend request. They're reminding you, hey, hey, what you haven't added me. <laughs> hey, hey, listen. Hey. You should add me. <laughs> no, hey, Davy, you listen. Um, so yeah, if you play me Tomo, you can retweet a tweet that will unlock a whole bunch of outfits. They need to get to a certain amount of tweets before June 14th, and then from June 14th through June 16th, i.e. E3, there's going to be a new drop um, machines in Mitomo that will have more Legend of Zelda items. So if you play Mitomo and you like Zelda, it's, oh it's boy. there for you. Oh boy. So, and then XT kind of announced, like, all of the things. Uh, all of the things? Yeah, so there were... They announced Toho. They announced a bunch of things. So first they announced that they were going to be um, publishing three indie titles. So of relevance to us is Toho Scarlet Curiosity, which is a PS4 game. Um, it's a, I hate this term. It's a fan created game in the Toho universe. I hate that term. Well, but it wasn't made by the official creator. No, it was, it was an indie fans. project that they yeah. got permission to use the license for. Right. That's how it would be presented in the West, but this is Japan, where you don't necessarily have to get permission, right? Okay. Well, they did. I thought Toho was a shoot-em-up. It is. Yeah. This is an RPG set in the Shmup universe. Yep. Ah. So, um, the other things that Xseed uh, announced that they would be publishing as part of this sort of indie initiative is Exile's End, um, which is a side-scrolling um, platformer. And then um, Shantae Half Genie Hero, which is a, a platformer as well. So, yep. They're, they're both like PlayStation 4, Vita, and Wii U. We have people barfing in the chat room because Toho was mentioned. Sorry. <laughs> um, and on top of that, Exceed also announced their E3 lineup three games which are relevant to us okay so akiba's beat we was talked in... about that last week right yes so this was just announced like right. 10 days ago in um, Japan. Yeah. yes so it is a sequel to akiba's strip akiba's trip yeah akiba's trip yes which was um, more of an action game we didn't cover it but you um, played it i did play it um, Akiba's Beat, in comparison, is actually being marketed as an RPG, whereas the first one wasn't, so we're going to cover it. Right. Um, and then they also announced Fate Extella, the Umbral Star. So that's another visual another, novel thing? Yeah, so it's a, it is a VN RPG, 
So we've covered some of the fake games previously. Um, and then they also announced uh, Story of Seasons Trio of Towns. Oh, so, new, a Harvest Moon game. New Bokumono game. <laughs> a farming game. Yes, new farming sim. <laughs> a new farming sim. Yep. Um, we got a farm those farm sims. All right, so you watch this stuff. How's the reaction to Story of Seasons been? Um... <laughs> no, I'm I'm laughing because the thing is, is er no one put up a story about Story of Seasons individually. Everybody just put up an announcement that announced all of these things together. Okay. And so people got really excited for Akiba's Beat and Fate Stella and um, one of the other games. I want to say that Toho was probably Toho. Yeah, it just hasn't been out here. And so. no one really commented about Story of Seasons. Oh. Um, that's okay. When Natsume put out their uh, press release talking about their E3 lineup, which is later in the show, um, people were really excited for River City Ransom and Wild Guns, and no one said anything about Harvest Man. Oh, seriously? Yeah. The same thing? Yeah. Man, farming sims are dead, Anna. <laughs> no, they're not. Wow. Okay. So let's see. Um, let's see. What's new about Story of Seasons Trio of Towns? Um, so basically you get plopped down in the middle of three thematically unique towns. So one is very Eastern and one is very Western and then one is very beachy. Seriously. Okay. Beachy. Yeah. And so there's like two marriage candidates from each, um, section. Mm hmm So... And each of the areas have their own regional crops. And every town has different, um, like, special events. It's a, it's a Bokumono game. <laughs> They're not really playing with the formula. Alright, that's fair. Sounds fun. Yeah, it sounds yeah. like farming. Um, it'll be... And a multiplayer island. question mark at E3. And multiplayer. Yes. There was multiplayer in A New Beginning in Story of Seasons. Oh, there was. Okay. Uh, yeah, except in A New Beginning, it wasn't region locked, and in Story of Seasons, it was. So it made people very angry. Oh, okay. Well, whatever. Uh, then they announced more Toho. Yeah, but a different company. Oh. So Nisa announced Toho Scarlet Curiosity. Oh, of course. Which is... Um... Sorry. They announced... Toho Genso Wanderer, which is a roguelike in the Toho universe. So from the Shmup universe, we now have a visual novel RPG and a roguelike RPG. Of course. So, yeah. I wish uh, Alice Toho. was here to tell us all about the Tohos. Yeah, Toho is confusing. I just know it as the bullet hell. Yeah, yeah, and lots of characters and drama and weird anime. And then... Spin-off games. Yeah, maybe we'll have a, a long conversation this is, in a couple this is, of weeks about the Toho series. So this is referred to as a Dojin Toho RPG, which means that it is also, just like the above one, a fan-made yep. spin-off. So. Or a indie-made spin-off, I guess. I mean, they seem to be willing to license Toho to kind of whoever wants to make a game. I have a feeling that there's not much licensing legalness involved. Okay. Oops. All right. And Final Fantasy 12. 
Remake. Remake. Well, no, HD. HD. Final, Final Fantasy XII HD. HD. The Zodiac Age. It's a remaster. It's an HD, and it's got the international stuff that we never got here. So I felt kind of sheepish about this announcement because Why? I was on um, the Nintendo Free Radio podcast last weekend. Yeah. And I was like, I was for sure that this was going to come out. Yeah. And I was like, Final Fantasy XII is going to be announced at the Square and or at the Sony conference, and they'll play, and it's out this Thursday. Because they needed to, it well, but to either are, come out you, really you, you soon. You cheated because you already knew that we, we had booked an appointment to see for, it. I didn't know that we booked an appointment to see 12 Remake. Oh, okay. Because we had. Okay. <laughs> That's good to know. Um, so I, I predicted that it was going to come out right away. Because it either needed to come out immediately or it needed to come out in like 2017. Because it couldn't come out basically between August and November because then it would compete with Final Fantasy 15. Right. I I like to think that I birthed this into existence by beating 12 like a week ago. <laughs> yeah, I think it is well, your fault. I beat it last year, and that was the first time that I played it. In fact, I played well, it completely last year, on stream. Last year is when they started development, and right. Kelly's when they finished development. Yes. So, perfect. Thank you, ladies. <laughs> You're welcome, Chris. Um, <laughs> and so, people are like, are you going to play this? And I'm like, I don't know. I just played it last year, and it was freaking no, 80 you, plus hours. It's going to have upgraded graphics, 7.1 surround sound, which... I'm going to need to buy a couple more speakers mm -hmm. and a re-recorded musical score, which, okay. You'll be able to switch before between the soundtracks. Good. Trophies. English and Japanese voiceovers. Autosave. Trophies and autosave. Yep. Autosave. Yep. Autosave? Yep. All right. That'll be so nice. Like moving between zones, it will autosave. Autosave is so not Final Fantasy, though. Eh. I don't care. <laughs> All right. Got it. But I mean, with 12, it's so easy to wander in into, an, into an area that you really shouldn't be in. I'm wondering how yeah. the re-recorded musical score is going to go. That'll be that'd be good. That yeah. music's quite nice. Mm -hmm. um, it's so, a beautiful soundtrack. Yeah. That'd be good. Uh, optional trial mode, whatever that is. Controllable guest characters. Oh, yes, that'll also be nice, because nice. I had some guest characters try to kill me. Oh, good. And, um, <laughs> I, yeah, I don't guest characters if... have terrible AI in 12. Yes, they do. They drove me crazy. Well, they try to kill me because they cast spells on things with reflect, and you're not supposed to do that because that means death. And um, I don't know if your news story reported on this or not, but one nice thing that's going to be about that game is um, on the PS2 version, because it couldn't handle all of the spell effects, that a lot of the spells kind of had a lag to them, where you would cast, someone would cast a spell, and it would take like five seconds for the cast to go off. And this was intentional because it had to kind of delay spell cast because the PS2 just couldn't handle the, all that graphics on the screen at the same time. Think uh -huh. Final Fantasy Tactics. Yeah, yeah. So what I'm hoping is that because this is on more powerful hardware, that it'll remove that limitation and hopefully make it a little bit more playable because that got very frustrating. I didn't know that's why spells were delayed. All right. Yeah. Yeah, that was frustrating. Yeah, <laughs> like, it oh, was. because that, that was long enough for me to die. Thanks, game. 
Yeah, because I, I, you know, I'm, and this is all fresh in my head, by the way, but, you know, I'm sitting there about ready to die, and Fran's got a cure, and the bar is already full, but she's just sitting there waiting, and I'm like, what are you doing? Cure! Get on with it. Cure! You're as bad as Donald. <laughs> Let us see. What do we got here? More Square Enix news. Yes. World of Final Fantasy. Um, it's uh, let's see, what are we gonna learn? Rain. Uh, um, what are we? What are we learning? Uh, the release date. Is that what it is? October twenty fifth, twenty sixteen. Um, and you can pre-order a day one edition to get a Sephiroth summon. Sephiroth. And they put Same up a trailer. Theme song included. No, probably uh, not. Probably not. Uh. But you get a tra- you get a trailer. Go trailer. watch the trailer. 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 So if you're done watching the tra- trailer, trailer. Um let's see. Let me do that. So if you're done watching the trailer, um you can fight off mechanized dinosaurs. But not quite yet. Oh, there's a delay for Horizon Zero Dawn. Yep. Which is So the it was supposed to be twenty sixteen. Dino Dinobot game that was announced last year. Um, of course, not an official Dinobot game, but uh, yeah, there's totally Dinobots in there. Um, it has been delayed until February 28th, 2017 for North America, March 3rd, 2017 for the UK. The rest of Europe gets it earlier on March 1st. Uh, there's a trailer that was announced as well, or shown off as well with this news, and they told us about the Collector's Edition. For $119.99, you get a steelbook case, a nine-inch alloy statue of... Sorry, I don't, what's that statue of? Let me get this up. Oh, the hero, the heroine from the game, and a 48-page art book, and a voucher for an exclusive PS4 theme. Do you want an exclusive PS4 theme, Anna? No. Okay. You changed our theme. It made me sad. Our theme? Yeah. What do you mean? It's not Final Fantasy VII anymore. Oh, I'm sorry. I I just tried something new. I was getting tired of that music. Oh. Do you want it back to the old one? Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, there's also going to be a digital deluxe delicious. Digital deluxe delicious. Mmm. Yum 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 yum. It'll be sixty nine ninety nine and have an art a digital art book and a collection of DLC packs for in game weapons, armors, and items. Uh, they'll also be in the collector's edition, but without the digital art book, because you get the real art book. Um, and all pre-orders from GameStop and European pre-orders from, I guess, everywhere come with the Nora Lookout armor and the Nora Longshot bow. And that's it. Look for more info on that at the Sony press conference, I presume. Atlas USA announced. Oh, we talked about it already. We didn't talk about the collector's edition. All right, so Persona 5, in addition to being announced coming out on Valentine's Day, which the more I think about it, Anna, I think you're right. They're going to hit that date, aren't they? Yeah. It's just too nice to be out on Valentine's Day. Yep. Because, you know, they had to do the same thing for um, Catherine, right? So, and I hate this. There's like this so, post going around Tumblr that says that um, Persona 5 is PS4 exclusive. It's friggin' not. Okay, all right. Persona 5 comes out PS3 and PS4 with a couple limited edition options on PS4. Um, and that's that's uh, 
let's uh, let's see what we got. So normal, you know, normal copy of the game, fifty nine ninety nine, comes with a uh, pre order thing as well. Which it's is a, a steel, it's a day one edition. Day one edition comes with a steel book launch edition, which is what just the steel book, right? Yep. Okay, and if you pay eighty nine ninety nine in addition to the game, you get a soundtrack selection CD, a four inch Morgana plush. Morgana is the kitty cat. 64-page hardcover art book, but I bet you it's small. A steelbook case, a school bag, and a collector's box. So maybe it isn't that small, because you get the box. Hmm. What's it look like? Pictures. Bringing up the pictures. No, that's the game. That's the steelbook. Wow, that steelbook art looks nice. Isn't it pretty? Yeah. That whole collector's edition just looks amazing. We've pre-ordered it twice. (laughs) Well, we... Yes. We put one in at GameStop. And then the Amazon pre-orders went up, so I tried to switch to that, and I found out you can't cancel the GameStop one on the site. So we have to actually go into a GameStop to cancel that thing. Or, or just call them on release day and be like, nope, don't want it. Oh, you did a pre-order pickup at store? Yeah. Okay, because I just pre-ordered it online because the Amazon link wasn't up yet, and then... Anna sent me the Amazon link. And, and then you I could just... switch just easy. The reason I didn't do pre-order and ship it to me from GameStop is because they weren't promising release date delivery. Oh, okay. So that's that. The... Otherwise, I would have been in your situation. This would have been much easier. See, I, I didn't care about release date delivery. I did not want that collector's edition to slip by. Right. Um, and Anna and I were playing uh, pre-order link get together on tuesday yep we were sitting on skype together chatting about i don't even remember what and it was like hey it's up on it hey it's up on GameStop. hey it's up on amazon hey it's up on never mind we already pre-ordered it that's so funny so yeah we were playing um we were playing pre-ordered foo (laughs) well i i did not want that to get by like uh the um Final Fantasy 15 one did because I was I I wanted that Morgana plushie so bad. Well, and we we had a discussion about Persona pre-orders and realized that I pre-ordered three Persona Four Collector's Editions. And I'm jealous because wait she, what she has she has <laughs> all of the Persona Four Collector's Editions. Yep. Persona Four is the only Collector's Edition for a Persona game that I'm missing. Wait, how does she have three of them? Because there was a Persona 4 Collector's Edition. There was a Persona 4 Collector's Edition Pack 2, which didn't come with the game, but came with a bunch of cool stuff. How did you get that? Um, It just popped up on Amazon one day, and I pre-ordered it. What? Like, immediately. I don't remember this. What did you get in that? Um, Among other things, that have you seen me wear that gray Persona 4 shirt? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that was part of it. It was like the Persona 4 Fan Pack, I think it was called. The Social Link Expansion Pack? That might have been it. Comes with a... What? Did it come with a teddy? Yes, my little teddy plushie. Yeah, I don't even know where that is. Um, It's in the basement. Okay, and a calendar? Yep. And a... The calendar had spoilers in it, like major spoilers, because it was actually a calendar for the game. Oh, seriously? Yes. No. Yes. Oh my gosh. That's awesome. So, like, you can totally use that to go through your playthrough? Yep. You should totally have done that. No, I wanted that to play the like, first time spoiler for Yeah, it. no, but you've played it through 85 times. You may as well... Have... I've only played it... 
Um, three At, times. Like three times, Anna. Yeah, because I played it on the PlayStation and I didn't finish it. Does Teddy's head zip open? I, yes. That's awesome. Well, yes and no. It has a little plushy zipper, but it doesn't actually open. Oh, lame. Sorry, I misunderstood lame. the question. But yeah, I could not get um, the Persona 4 Collector's Edition at all because I was moving at that time and just couldn't justify the purchase. So I missed out and it made me sad. Yeah, it was it was not cheap. No, and neither it wasn't. was the fan pack. I think the fan pack itself was like three fifty dollars. Yep. And then of course I got the we got the Persona 4 Golden Collector's Edition as well. Or I think you did. I think this was before we were dating. Hmm. Don't you also have the arena uh, bot bag? Um, I don't think so. Did you get that, Chris? The arena what? Persona 4 Arizo... Sorry, I was looking at Game Hulk on stuff. Um, Persona 4 Arena Ultimax PS4 thing? What? Yeah, it came with a Teddy inflatable punch bag. I thought yes, Anna yes, we have that. Yep. Yes, that thing is my bane of my existence. It's always in the way. It never stands upright. I want it to go away. <laughs> I want it to die. I hate that punching bag thing. It doesn't. It doesn't. It's not weighted the way it needs to be. Yep, and, it isn't, which is kind of a bummer. I mean, you it know, needs to we, go in the trash is where it no, needs no, to no, go. No, 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 no. We could the pour trash. some sand into it, or put some marbles into it. Maybe just get some double-sided tape and build a stand for it. That's another option. It just hangs out in the windowsill. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. I don't know why you I mean, don't I, love it. I never inflated mine because my cats would just destroy it. Um, Our cats have poked at it, but they've never clawed at it. Oh, my, my cats kill anything that lives that <laughs> last two days. So... All right. Yes, collector's editions. All the collector's editions. Yeah, yeah. We need to sign up for VIG, Anna. What's VIG? Uh, the very important gamer thing. What's That's that? For Game Hulkon? Oh, yes. But yeah, not while today. we're on the cast. No, we should totally interrupt the podcast with our... So tell us about trailers. All right. Well, we already talked about the Kingdom Hearts 2.8 E3 trailer because... Uh, we announced that it was coming out December 6, 2016 worldwide, I think. Yeah, that was part of the Square Enix. We'll have an E3. Yeah, you're week. right. And then Tokyo Mirage Sessions Sharp FE got a trailer. Trailer. And I'm starting to learn how to say that hashtag pound sharp thing, right? Yep. So Focus Home Interactive is having a booth at E3 this year. Um, so they and now they have trailers for their titles. Trailers. So they have a trailer for the Technomancer. Woo! Um, which is kind of a sequel to Mars War Logos. More lo more War Logs, Anna. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Mars War Logos. <laughs> it's a game about graphic design in a, in a, in a conflict in a climate of conflict. <laughs> Shut up. Um, and then the other um, item that they have that's interest that is of relevance to us is the video game adaptation of the Call of Cthulhu tabletop role playing game. So, yeah, Call of Cthulhu. Another Call of Cthulhu game. Um, you control Edward Peace, P 
Pierce, who's a private investigator in 1920 Boston as he investigates the death of a weird girl and her weirder family on Darkwater Island. So Call of Cthulhu, this version of Call of Cthulhu is coming in 2017 for PC, PS4, and Xbox One. Um, I think we talked... Um, oh yeah, Tokyo Xanadu was announced for PS4. Um, I can't remember what system it was on before. Um, but chances are very good since we haven't seen any announcements of localization for the previous versions. We'll get an announcement for this one. Um, and then Natsume is going to be showing off two RPGs at E3. So they're going to have Harvest Moon Skytree Village and River City Tokyo Rumble, both of which are 3DS games. They'll also be showing off Wild Guns Reloaded, which is a PS4 remake of the Super Nintendo game, but not relevant to our coverage. The other cool thing is, do people remember when we talked about the Final Fantasy XIV 7-Eleven items from Japan? So you could buy like a, a slushy cup from 7-Eleven and it would have a code on it and you could be able, you could get a variety of things. It could be like a chocobo mount, it could be a maid outfit, it could be a butler outfit. Um, basically, they found a way to bring it to North America, which is through Amazon.com. And so um, qualifying $20 or more purchases, you can get a random code, um, North America only, that two-week period only. Two weeks only, June so 14th you, through the 27th. So you spend $20, you get a code? Yes, and the, there's no telling what that code is going to get you. Wait, so like well, everybody on Amazon gets a code? I don't know. Qualified items. Yeah, qualifying purchases. What does that mean? That's not even qualified items. It's qualifying purchases. Okay. And I have no idea what that means. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. So let's let's be more clear here. This offer is exclusive North America. They're going to get something else in Europe. Where's the press release for this? I want to see, like... I don't think there was one. Then how'd this get out? I'm not sure. I think it might have been on the Square Enix blog. Oh, all right. That's a thing. I'm just thinking, like, you know, you buy furniture, you get codes. You get <laughs> Seems a little weird, right? I mean, if it's a qualifying purchase, and who knows what their stipulations are going to Those put who make. It. Well, here, oh, I just want to find the original. Yeah, it sounds like so, just spending 20 bucks. Yep. So here's the thing here's, here's an idea buy a Final Fantasy XIV digital time card. It's sure. 30 bucks. Yeah, I get that. But do you get do you just need one code or do you need many codes no, to get everything? No. Many codes. You need many codes. Yep. Okay. And is it a random code? Yep. So you have to start go to a trading forum. Oh. So everyone starts getting the codes they want. Yeah. Ugh. 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 Let's see. Oh, here's a press release. Okay. Um, da, 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 steel versus whatever. 
also announced Square Enix Inc. will partner with online retail giant Amazon.com, registered trademark, for exclusive North American distribution of Final Fantasy XIV, registered trademark, in-game items from June 14th through 20, June 27th, with a qualifying purchase of $19.99, tax not included, or more from the video games department of Amazon.com. Players will receive a digital code to unlock exclusive in-game items, including an original Fat Chocobo mount, maid and butler attire, a Titan-themed crag mask, and Ifrit-themed if inferno mast excuse me an ifrit themed inferno mask a set of 99 magic prism wings consumable item more information will be available soon so that's how that's what it is so it's uh, the video games department and uh, they and it's link, a crapshoot and they even link to the video games department in this press release so okay which means so there's going to be a some, lot of people who are going to get codes who don't care about them. So well, what, maybe they could sell them. I'm sure many will try to. <laughs> Here, give me a dollar for this code. It'll just save me a buck off my purchase. All right. That's a thing. It sounds like a terrible thing. Really? Terrible? I don't know. You had to buy a $2 Slurpee in Japan, right? Yes. Hang on. Let me go back to the original announcement to make and sure that i And you have I'm a reason not... to get multiple Slurpees over a period of time. Yeah. You do not have a reason to buy multiple 20... Well, I guess yep. you could buy all the Purchasing a games. soft drink from 7-Eleven will give you a code on your receipt, which can be redeemed on the campaign site for points. That's right. It wasn't... These points a... can be used to receive special in-game items. So it was... Buy soda, and I mean there are there are pictures of like completely cleared out um, shelves and like people that have a million bottles of soda on their table and bags and bags of soda piled in corners. So yeah, I mean, it was buy a drink. It was like a dollar or two. This is spend twenty get a code that may or may not be for the item you actually wanted. Now, RNG in real life is never a good idea. <laughs> this feels like a bad setup. Hmm. It's a thing. Yeah, I'm not Deal saying, with it. I'm, I'm saying it's a kind of Deal with thing. it. I mean, I I don't I don't have an active subscription to Final Fantasy. Well, buy some digital right time. <laughs> Game time cards are 30 bucks. you said, Anna? Yep, $29.99. On Amazon.com? Yep. All right. How and many, remember... Is that three months? Uh, I don't recall. Because it's normally 13 bucks a month. Yeah. So I don't know how that would work out. <laughs> hmm. It may just be $30 of credit. It may not equivalent... Or are not... they crystal cards? <laughs> oh. I, they might be. Okay. I haven't I looked just... into it because I kind of just let my subscription run on a credit card and forget about it. Mm-hmm. I just know that if WoW did something like this, there would be blood in the streets. But they did. No, they've done worse when? than this. What are you they talking about? They did Mountain about? Dew. Mountain yeah, Dew. Yeah, but th th that wasn't that was not random though. You and I think you just had to log in, and it was no. One you thing. had to buy Mountain Dew to get a code to get the are refills. Are you sure? Yes, and it was only refills, available right? in the U.S., which pissed me off because I was living in Canada at the time. 
I could have sworn that you... Nope. Well, <laughs> okay, I might be mistaken. She's very upset about this. You better not question her on it. <laughs> it was really frustrating because we had, like, the house of WoW at that point. Everybody who lived in our house played WoW. And we were all pissed off because it was a U.S.-only campaign. At that time, Anna was with a previous husband and had two roommates. Three. Three roommates? Yep. In addition to the husband? Mm-hmm. There were five of you in there? Mm-hmm. And you were all playing WoW? Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. That's too much WoW. But, I mean, to be fair, that uh, Warbot promotion, at least it wasn't random. It was just one thing. And, I mean, they have, like, Coke promotions in China all the time. what all right i don't know listen it is what it is and um you know at least they're not charging 25 dollars for sparkle ponies <laughs> no that's another can of worms See, 14 has a lot of random mounts and stuff and they have very different ways of getting them huh yep all right well that is uh that's it for our news this week um i would like to tell you all to submit feedback to the show um, before we get into new releases for the week of e3 and yes new games are coming out this week because they're um, insane i we have a question of the week for you so now that you've thought about all the stuff that we've said is going to be at e3 um as you're listening to this or shortly after you're listening to this e3 is actually happening so why don't you write in and tell us what your favorite thing or things from e3 is and you can do that a number of places podcast.rpgamer.com is the email address you can go to forums.rpgamer.com and go to the show thread. Or 608-729-4098. Just call the voicemail every day with another thing like, this is what I liked. Maybe the first day it's just you know a thing that you liked. And then by the third day, you might be giving us 30-second explanations of why this is going to destroy the in- industry. I don't care. Just keep calling in. Let us know what you thought during the week. 608-729-4098. Or keep sending those emails, podcast.rpgamer.com. Or go to the message forums at forums.rpgamer.com. With that, let's jump into the new releases. Here's what's coming out this week. Competing with E3 on the Wii U. <laughs> Not really competing. On the Wii U. Uh, and Okay, so the Wii U is weird. Um, there are a couple of retail things. The Elder Scrolls Online. No, that's not right. That's not on the Wii U. I don't know why I put that in that list. Uh, on the Wii U, you get Olympia Rising on the eShop, which probably just came out. And uh, Wario Master of Disguise on the which eShop Virtual Console. And then Pixel Lantern, um, which, which is not on the Wii U, out? so ignore that. I don't know why I put that in there. So Wii U got two eShop titles, and that's all we know. And just much like Zelda's E3, or much like Nintendo's E3 presence, not much going on with the Wii U. Aww. <laughs> Down on the 3DS, we've got Dan McFox, Headhunter on the eShop, Kirby Planet Robobot, which is out now, eShop retail, and Puzzle Labyrinth eShop, $5. I'm wondering, should I play Kirby Robobot on, like, the plane? Should I make that my plane game? I have no idea. You don't care? Okay. Um, Do we have a direct flight, or do we have two flights? Um, For E3, we have two flights, because you wanted, yeah, yes, we have two flights. Okay. Um, are we fancy flighting or are we, we are fancy flighting? Woohoo! Yeah. Um, on the f- the Xbox One, Elder Scrolls Online: Dark Brotherhood finally comes to the console. Or Ori in the Blind Forest Definitive Edition, retail or Xbox games. Um, That's definitely not going to be Wii U or X. And Pixel Lantern Xbox One 
on the June 17th. Down on the Vita, they only get Pixel Pixel Lantern this week, June 17th. And let's see, what did the PS4... How did I miss... I lost all the PS4. I lost my PS4 section. I had a PS4 section. I think it might also just be Pixel Lantern. Um, That's unfortunate. Hold on, let me check one thing. Make sure I'm not missing a PS4 release because, you know, PS4. (laughs) That's not much justification, is it? No? Alright. Yeah, no, this thing sucks. Alright, so that's all I got for the consoles. Over on the PC, Bard's Gold on P... Oh, there's a PS4 and Vita came. I don't know how it got over there. Bard's Gold for PS4 and Vita on June 17th. There's your PS4 and Vita game. Um, And Pixel Lantern, of course. Alright, so for PC, Black Hole Complete Edition, Kriya... Dark Tales, Edgar Allan Poe's The Gold Bug Collector's Edition. <laughs> what? <laughs> Dead by Daylight. Dreamfall Chapters, Book 5. Redux. Doodle Kingdom. Dead by Daylight. I think I already said that. <laughs> Ducati, 90th Anniversary. Probably a racing game. Gloria Victus. Just Bones. K-Station. Mine... Oh, Minus Zero. Not Mine Zero. No Mine Sonas. Uh, so this is minus zero. Nurse Love Addiction. Ori and the Blind Forest Definitive Edition. Shmup's Skill Test. War of the Human Tanks Limited Operations. And finally, Wildstar Goes Free to Play. I thought wow, it was. really? Oh, I don't know. I've, that's on my list here. I don't know what that means. Um, was Wildstar. it buy to play? Well, it used to be no. full on traditional. Pers- uh, subscription. Oh, okay. Uh, it was actually prescription. You needed a prescription to play. Well, you know, these these games can be dangerous. Yeah. It's, it's... Uh, no, free to play. It is free to play now. So maybe it's coming to Steam or something. Because hmm. I, I downloaded it and I tried it and I didn't have to pay a cent for it. So well, I listen. These lists are not necessarily definitive. Uh, these lists are, <laughs> are very broken in a lot of ways. So what happened is that it came on Steam on June 9th, and that's how it got included oh. in my list here. So that's I what see. it is. So uh, these lists are, are very difficult. <laughs> what do you know? There's no good industry standard source for all the releases for a week. What a shock. No, I won't say anything. Oh, all right. There is something coming that may fix that. Okay, I hope so. Um, let's see. At this point, I need to remind you again, podcast.rpgamer.com. Um, thank you to Kelly Clark's, no, Kelly Ryan. Ryan! <laughs> and Anna Marie here for joining singer. me. Oh. Thank you to Dale North for our awesome theme music. Thank you very much, Dale North. And, uh, I hope people like the, th- the song. I almost said like the thong. That's a different song. Uh, thanks everybody for watching e3 is going on stay tuned to rp gamer for coverage we'll have impressions and we should have an audio podcast going up during the week of um, impressions from the people who are there um, who you don't normally get to hear on the normal show Um, and we don't have uh, fancy video coverage this year because of staffing restrictions or staffing issues um but we will have our normal impressions and we will do the audio thing and we will try and put up whatever we can maybe some periscopes or something different i don't know um stay tuned um at the if nothing else you're going to get another podcast from us next week 
where we tell you about how the show went and uh that should that should do it right yep all right how excited we are please pay attention to the site through the week to get your rpg dose so where we can try and filter all that e3 info down to what does an rp gamer really care about because i mean really there's a lot of stuff there's a lot of halos and gears of wars and whatnot that are announced at these things and all you want to know is where the slime's at and that's that's what we're here to tell where you. my slimy's at yeah and we will let you know all right and with that we're gonna cut out for the week and start packing to go um Oot. and uh, we'll see you next week so until then catch us live 9 a.m pacific noon eastern on twitch.tv slash rp gamer and the site of course is rp gamer and we'll see you next time bye everybody bye 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 bye